Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Monday, January 30th, aka Wayne Hillier's birthday. And the weather today will be a high of minus 10 degrees in Edmonton, minus 20 degrees in Saskatoon, and minus 2 degrees in Toronto. You did not need to do that. And we don't have to be quiet. Like the kids are sleeping, but... um, Was I quiet? Yeah, you were super quiet. You told me to back off. Yeah, just like back away because you had like your tongue down the microphone's throat. (laughs) (laughs) We're broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Mountain Time on the Podbean app. And yes, even while we are away at the cabin. Um, So we're working remotely. That's why Gabby was talking a little quietly. Um, Please let us know, for those of you guys that are joining the show live. If you can hear us. If you can hear us, is the the audio equal? We are sharing a microphone. We could have taken the day off, but like, eh, you know, it's not. Loud and clear. Loud and clear? Everybody's all good? Okay. Now, let's hear it from Gabby. Hear what? I just want to know that they can hear you just as fine. They said it's all good. It's all good? It's Who all said good. it's all good? Audio's good? Okay, yeah. one person said it's all good? <laughs> a whole bunch. All right. Goodness gracious. Are we going through all these people? Like, who's joining us today? Courtney's here. Matt Legere is here. Listina's here. Nasir is here. And this, I love that. Um, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> Glenn and Eric and, and, uh, and uh, Glenn again. <laughs> Brooker. Good morning, Cody and Paul. Good morning, Alan and Kathleen. And Garrett. Don't forget to use your big girl voice, Gabby. <laughs> um, I think we have maybe a new listener. And who, I don't I don't Who wanna, let them in? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to butcher the name, but uh Dahabo? Maybe? Sounds about right. It says the sound is perfect. That's good. Good morning, uh Taylor and Leo and Sheila and Tammy and Philip. Johnny. That's good to know that we can put together like a half ass podcast in the middle of a cabin, you know. Just with, with shoddy Wi-Fi. With shoddy Wi-Fi and everything's going to be okay. <laughs> it's that's, all good. That's okay. That's good to know. Hey, so um, this is not going to be, you know, the best podcast ever. <laughs> that's never a great way to start. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a terrible way to start. Um, I don't have any of my audio sound clips. Okay. So that's gone. I um, I don't have any of my notes that I'd normally have on my computer about like questions that, you know, we've been banking. Um, I, it's not easy for me to pull up, you know, um, uh, any articles or anything. So guys, if you can do one thing, one thing for my birthday is bring some goddamn questions today (laughs) or it's going to be a very long hour, a very long hour. So I don't even have commercial. You have to, (laughs) to wing it (laughs) we're gonna i I didn't even think about this we didn't really plan this very much you're gonna have to you're gonna have to wing a commercial (laughs) which you know work on that while i'm rambling but guys um you know the main benefit to coming and joining the live show is is getting your questions questions answered for free okay there are lots and lots of very expensive ways to get your questions answered lots of different mastermind groups popping off left right and center coaching programs and all those other things and courses and whatnot we get it we were we were there at one point where we didn't have the money but we wanted the information and we wanted to get started and it just felt like god you know it's it's i want to get going i want to you know start buying properties i want to start raising capital but it's just I just need a couple answers and that's why we do the show every morning. We do that so that you guys can get those questions answered for free 
so you can start making those first initial steps, start putting a little bit of bank in your bank. <laughs> bank your bank. <laughs> yeah. And um, at least just get the ball rolling, right? And then as you start progressing or as you continue to save, then invest some money into yourself, into some courses, some education, some coaching, some mentorship. But I want you guys to utilize this free platform. Because if you don't, I'm going to shut her down and I'm going to go sit on the couch in front of a fire. Heck yeah. Uh, JD was very late this morning. What? Yeah. He, he like, he was like three minutes late. Three minutes late? Yeah. Unacceptable. Uh, JD? Yeah. Unacceptable. I could have swore I saw JD post a picture of a pool last oh. night. So oh. maybe he was swimming, up, up late swimming. <laughs> and uh, Taylor says, happy birthday, property puppy. <laughs> I hope that sticks. <laughs> uh, Glenn in the comments here says, got my five hours of sleep from work last night in the gym this morning while listening to the podcast and then going home to work on some of your courses and then head back to work. So guess what? Glenn and Stephanie joined the REI Masters Mentorship Program yesterday. So woo -woo. Woo -woo. I don't have any clap or any sound bites or anything. So just hopefully that's not too loud. Hopefully you guys <laughs> heard that. Uh, yes. Congratulations to Glenn and Stephanie for, mm -hmm. for taking it to the next level. Um, They've been they've been listening to the podcast for for quite some time. Yeah, um, binging it. Yes. Don't ask me to remember exactly what city in Toronto in Ontario. I Burlington. Uh, I shouldn't have guessed. Probably Burlington ish area. Um, listening says, "Hey, you know what? I need to get where the action's hot." And they decide we're going to move. They take the whole family. We're going to move to Edmonton. We're going to take things seriously. So they, they found job transfers. You know, they, they got everything all lined up. They moved like a month or two ago. Uh, December? <clears throat> yeah, somewhere, somewhere around there. And then uh, they got all settled, and now they're like, okay, now I'm ready to go all in. We're joining Masters. We're going to take this real estate thing seriously. And uh, I'm so excited for you guys. So incredibly excited for you guys. <laughs> Glad. What do you say? Glenn, cut us some slack, buddy. <laughs> what? What? How off was I? He said, um, Innisfil, nowhere near Burlington, but killer try. And then he also said, I came in October, LOL. <laughs> I said one or two months. How many months is that? Four? <laughs> I said December. Did your family not come until December? <laughs> Time's just flying, man. Yeah. Time's just flying. It just, it just goes to show that uh, if you don't stop and uh, take some action, um, 2023 will, will be, be over, over <laughs> and 2024 will be right up your butt. And that's why it's important to take action. Yes. Um, in Phil, huh? Hmm. You don't, you don't say. even know where that is. No, oh, you looked it up the other day when we were talking I, about I, I did. I looked it up. It was, um, <laughs> it was some big city's butthole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There's so many towns in, in Ontario. We live in a big city's butthole, so it's okay. Do we live in a big city's butthole? I think so. We do. Leduc is Edmonton's butthole, isn't it? Geographically, yeah. Leduc is Edmonton's butthole. Yeah. But it's not like one of the, Okay. It's a nice butthole. <laughs> I never even put that together. Anywho. So Don't anywho me. I have zero questions and I'm filling, I'm trying to fill an hour. So guys, what are we talking about? <laughs> okay. Um, upcoming events. This Saturday, February 4th, Gabby and I are going to be in Calgary for the REA Masters networking event. Got some really amazing special guest speakers coming. Barry McGuire, real estate lawyer. Investor lawyer, focus lawyer, 48 plus years. We've got uh, Dean Manti, realtor slash wholesaler. We've got Matt Legere, wholesaler slash investor. Jared Como, wholesaler slash investor. They're all coming to Calgary, like I said, this February 4th. There are tickets still available. You can see them in the show notes there. You can also find them on Eventbrite. So the link for that, easiest way to find that is to go to our REI Masters Facebook group. And uh, you'll see the link uh, pinned there. 
and go register for that. It's going to be an amazing event. Um, so we do have guest speakers. Topic is going to be on buying off-market properties. Anything you've ever wanted to know or any questions you've ever had about buying off-market properties, if you've never done it before, um, it, it, it can be a little intimidating um, because we become so reliant on those wonderful realtors of ours and they take care of everything. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. You don't have a home inspector? I'll get that set up. I'll meet them there. Oh, you don't understand what title insurance is? Okay, cool. I'll take care of that. I'll explain that for you. I'll send all these documents off to your lawyer. I'll fill out all the purchase contracts and everything. Don't worry. I got this. And, you know, I can imagine the first time you, uh, you know, you're, you're doing it yourself. You're thinking to yourself like, oh gosh, like, what am I supposed to fill out? Am I, am I supposed to put this? What kind of conditions do I put? Do I, oh God, like when I send to the lawyer, what does the lawyer need? What does my, what does my lender need? You know, all those different types of questions. We got experts there. You can ask those questions as well. We've got, you know, we got wholesaling experts. Um, those are gentlemen and ladies who, who, who deal in the off market all the time. They put together off market deals and they sell them. Um, for a markup. So, uh, any, anything you want to know about finding off market properties, how to go about doing it yourself, the experts are going to be there. We're going to be having a great discussion. There's going to be a great opportunity for Q and a, what I love the most is that we booked an extra long time slot at the venue for networking. Yeah. Networking is arguably the most important part of going to these networking events. So, um, what's the point of going to a networking event or a meetup if you don't get enough time to shake everybody's hand and have a good, meaningful conversation? So uh, we got that uh, we got that covered for you. There's going to be lots of opportunity for networking. It's a four-hour time slot. I can't imagine we're going to be doing more than an hour, hour and a half on the panel. So yeah. you've got two and a half to three hours to network with all the people. As it stands right now, I believe we got 50 to 60 people signed up. I'd like to see 100. So share it with your friends. Um, I just want to see 100 because... One, it's a nice, cool three-digit round number. Um, two, it's my birthday. <laughs> and three, it's just more, I, I just want everyone to have more of an opportunity to network. I want, and so share it with your friends, share it on social media, right? Go find that Eventbrite link and say, hey, I'm going to this event and I'd love to see you there. And if maybe if you've got a joint venture partner who's just been a, not a joint venture partner, a prospect, a family member, a friend who's been a little on the fence about real estate investing. They said they really want to, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem right. I don't know much about the interest rates. What do you mean you're buying off market? I know, no, no, it doesn't sound right. How do I bring them on out? Bring them on out. Show them the world, you know, show of, of you know, investing. Show them the, the community, community. Yeah. right? Show them this is a real thing and just normal people are doing this every day. And that might give them the, the confidence and the assurance that this is something that can work out. And there are lots of people doing it. Um, anything coming up in the comments there? A couple happy birthdays. Oh, shucks. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> as well, uh, we have the same event on February 11th in Edmonton. So come on out for that as well. Um, it is sold out though. <laughs> um, but, uh, we're doing these events every month. So keep an eye out for the next Edmonton one as well in March, uh, February 11th in Edmonton. Same event, slightly different speakers. We've got Barry McGuire again. We've got Calvin Hexter, investor, realtor. We've got Keaton Kirkwood, investor, mortgage broker. And Matt Legere, investor, wholesaler. So really great panel in Edmonton as well. Uh, it's all sold out there. A little bit of a smaller venue, so we yeah. obviously can't squeeze more people in. Uh, Johnny's asking if any spots came available for February 11th, and uh, I, I believe the answer is no. But um, why? Well, I got a spot for you, Johnny. Johnny's <laughs> part of Masters, so I left a few VIP spots available. Um, if you're like really, really, really want to go, and you like really, really, really going to do something with this networking event, send me a DM. Okay, there you go. There you go. And I was also just going to say that usually uh, the day before, a couple people realize that they can't make it anymore. I've, so. I've had a couple people, yeah, yeah, bailing out. Um, yeah, yeah. So send me a message. Be like Wayne. I really, really, really want to go. And if I go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really, really, really meet everybody. <laughs> and yeah, 
Really, really. I could just open it up on a vent break, but just feel like I don't know. Am I is that being is that selfish? A little bit. Is that selfish that I want a really, really good community there, people that are that are gonna take full advantage of it? I'm just interested to see who you say no to. <laughs> or you're just making them work for it. It's not that you're gonna say no, you're just making them I just want you to work for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Johnny in the comments here says wicked group of people on the panel. One hundred percent. Absolutely. One hundred percent. I um I'll leave it at that. Other upcoming events, Gabby? Uh March eighteenth in Calgary. Again, uh Barry McGuire is holding a wholesaling workshop. If you know, if any of that off market stuff um tickles your fancy. Um, you're going to want to go to Barry Maguire's wholesaling workshop on March 18th in Calgary. Um, so this actually stemmed from a question that someone had asked, uh, recently saying, Hey, does anyone recommend any in-person wholesaling courses or workshops? And I said, uh, no, I don't. (laughs) Two reasons. One, um, there aren't any. And if there were, I wouldn't recommend them. It's very hard to find in-person wholesaling workshops. And as an entrepreneur, as a, as a problem solver, I saw that I saw this as a problem that needed to be solved. So I reached out to Barry and Donna McGuire and I said, Hey, you guys need to put on a wholesaling course. And they're like, done. So they, they, they put it in the calendar. They had, they, they had already, so they'd already been planning this. They were planning a gap before um, uh, before the pandemic. Wow! So they had they had actually had a wholesaling workshop completely done right before the pandemic back in early 2020, and then that darn virus, um, you know, the corona. Yeah, I, I know the virus. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, that darn virus ended up uh, putting things uh, to a halt and they never, they never went back and rescheduled it. So they had it all lined up and it was just ready to go. So uh, very excited for that. Uh, I will be there. Gabby might be there. We haven't determined that yet. Um, So that's uh, again, March 18th, go to barrymaguire.ca to register for that. And then as well, if you're in the Toronto area or if you like airplanes, April 1st, Barry Maguire is also doing an agreements for sale workshop. Toronto, April 1st. This is your opportunity to get on that airplane that you've been dreaming about. Perhaps it's it's been a little while since the pandemic. You know, you didn't want to go on an airplane without a mask or with a mask on. Guess what? You don't have to wear a mask anymore. And you can get really cheap flights. Really? Why do you get really cheap flights? Because there's lots of really cheap airlines now. There's really cheap <laughs> airlines. There's no masks. I can't think of a better reason to get on an airplane right now, fly to Toronto, come hang out with Barry and myself and Donna McGuire and all these other amazing real estate investors and learn about the coolest freaking real estate investing strategy ever. Mm-hmm. The one that catapulted Gabby and my uh, investment business. April 1st, barrymaguire.ca for that as well. How much time have we killed? Uh, 19 minutes. 19 minutes. Uh, Philip Smith. Philip, is this your first time joining us live? It is Philip's for Philip. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> uh, if I recall, Philip is from somewhere in between Edmonton and Calgary. I'm going to say, if I had to throw a dart, I'd probably say Red Deer. <laughs> um. Philip is asking, uh, definitely Burlington, Glenn. <laughs> um, Philip is asking, how can I find a link for this Saturday's Calgary meetup? So, Philip, if you um, have not yet, join yes. okay, join the Real Estate Investing uh, Masters, Masters yeah. Facebook group. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know that one? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're interrupting me like he is. <laughs> so I lost my train of thought. <laughs> okay. So in that group, if you open it up, pinned at the top of the page are the links to our upcoming events. So whenever we announce anything, we will pin it to the top of that free Facebook page. So that's where you can always find them. I just, I just, I just tagged them. Nice. Done. 
Boom. That's great. Great to see that he joined the show live today. Um, yeah, Philip reached out to me a couple days ago, maybe last week. Nice. He hopped on a phone call with Cody, and Cody was giving him some oh, nice. some first tips, uh, some starter tips for getting started in real estate investing. Um, and and please, um, can I call you Phil? I don't know. I just did Philip for now. Uh, he said yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Any questions you have today, please don't be afraid to ask. And everybody else, you're all looking real shy today. Um, <clears throat> Eric has a question. Yeah. Eric says, what are your thoughts on working with more than one realtor? Ooh, what's your strategy? Well, not what's your strategy, like, you know, for uh, – is there a reason you're working with two realtors? But what's your investing strategy? Um, the reason I ask is because for some strategies like – flipping and wholesaling um, sometimes uh, multiple realtors will have uh, like pocket listings off-market listings that they have exclusive and if you just stick with one realtor you know you might not have all the opportunities that some of the other realtors have um, my thoughts are that you should pick one realtor who wows you who treats you really good, um, who is attentive and, and responsive. Um, that you communicate well with. That you communicate well with for your power team and then just rely on them. The, the problem with working with multiple realtors, like unless, of course, like, you know, you're like a flipper and you, you need, you know, you need to, you, you, like you, you need access to lots of different types of opportunities. Um, the problem is like, it's, it's kind of a, it's not nice. Um, most realtors will, will make you sign, um, an exclusive like broker agreement, or they say that if you're going to buy a property that we're going to sign an agreement with, you know, with me, the realtor, uh, for three months or, or four months until we find you a property that way they don't like what you don't want is you don't want the realtor to go and drive you all around town looking at properties. You know what I mean? You're like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And they do all this legwork for you and they don't, they don't charge you for all this legwork, right? They, they don't get paid until you actually buy a property and then you go and buy a property with someone else. That's, it's kind of a, a low blow. It's, it's not a cool move. And, um, so if that's the case, then I would say, you know, stick with your one realtor, be an honorable person, be respectful. Now, if you're not signing any broker agreements and you're networking like crazy and you've got, you know, lots of realtors that you know, and you say, hey, I'm looking for this type of deal. I need it in this area with this type of profit spread. Bring me a deal and I'll work with you. I think that's okay. But if you're, if you're stringing someone along and making them work for you, and then you end up transacting with someone else. Um, it's kind of a dick move. Yeah, I think there's also a difference between like, and you kind of touched on it, but I just want to make it loud and clear. Are you out property shopping on the MLS, going and looking at properties, and like, you know, like you're serious, like you're ready to buy and you're out searching and, and they're taking you out? I feel like that's different than just like kind of like, always being on the lookout and like being on people's um, uh, lists, like email yeah. lists. Yeah. If you're on a whole bunch of like different realtors email lists and you're getting those like pocket listings and stuff and those are popping up, I, I like, I feel like that's different than like being like, okay, I'm going to buy a property, Mr. Mrs. Realtor, take me out. Let's go see these 10 properties. The next day, let's go see these five more. Like that's a different uh, kind of, I guess, space that you're in when you're out searching for a property. And that would be the difference for me between like just pick a dang realtor and um, and and then on the other side of it, just like being open to like what what opportunities are out there. A but example, yeah, the better example might be multifamilies. You Wayne just like got up walked into the kitchen to pour himself another coffee and he's just like chatting back there as if it's just like fine <laughs> um 
Anyways, and, and you also made me lose my train of thought, Wink, because I oh, had a good point. I was just trying make. to help. Um, and now I, I don't really remember what I was going to say. Well, what I was going to say, uh, what I was going to say was that uh, multifamilies is a bit of a different um, case because a lot of the multifamily game uh, property searching is a lot of off-market stuff where it's like pocket listings where people don't want to put it on the market and throw a sign out front. They'll, they'll ask their realtor like, hey, do you know anyone who – um, who's looking for something like this. I'd be willing to do these types of terms. Give your list a call, right? So if that's the case, if if you didn't have a relationship with that particular, you know, um, realtor, then you're never going to hear about this deal because it was never on MLS. You're stuck with the one realtor who's only searching for multifamily deals on MLS. You're not going to get access to those pocket listings. So if I were in the multifamily realm, which which we're not, which I'm thinking about recently, actually, maybe maybe it's a 2023 goal. Um, I don't know. Turning 36, feeling cute. Um, <laughs> uh, then then yeah, I'm probably going to reach out to the top, um, you know, realtors who deal in the multifamily space, and I'm going to say, hey, I'm looking for an opportunity, this kind of cap rate, you know, this kind of area. Um, let me know if you guys got anything off market or any good deals that can kind of fit this. Um, because most multifamily deals that make it to MLS are, are, are no good. Like the good ones are already taken up. You know what I mean? Just because of what I just explained to you. So, um, yeah, I, I would say that would be a different scenario, but, uh, in my opinion, if, if, unless it's either of those two, uh, examples, just stick to one realtor and, 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 and treat them good just like they're treating you good. Yeah, I, was, uh, I do remember what I was going to say, and I, I jotted it down so that I don't forget. But also the other thing is that if you're out like schmoozing different realtors and like, um, you know, being on all the lists and uh, being active, like showing that you're out, you know, looking at houses with them and stuff, you're not going to be taken seriously by any of them. So if you have like four different, you know, people that are sending you deals and you're going and checking them out, you're not going to be taken seriously by any one of those realtors. If you want to be a realtor's like full attention and you want them to drop what they're doing to go show you a house that comes up and you want them and yeah, you want to be the first person that they reach out to when they see a property that fits what you're looking for, then, then pick your realtor. And the thing, the, the one other thing that I was going to say on the topic is that, like, we've worked with different realtors throughout the years, but never at the same time. We have always been loyal to whoever we are working with. We're no floozies. We're not floozies. We're in, and so no floozies. <laughs> no sloppy seconds. Um, and so, why do you keep doing this to me? I don't know. I feel like I'm extra tired this morning, and my train of thought is just like. We've worked with lots of different realtors, but, uh, but never at the same time. Yeah. So, you know, when we were doing different strategies, we had different ex felt like we felt like who, who we were working with was really an expert in that field. And, and, you know, you can see quite clearly right now that like we've been working with one realtor for a very long time and they are incredible. They treat us like gold. I feel like we treat them like gold. Um, we do a lot of collaboration and we wouldn't even consider anybody else. Like why? We are like we're loyal to them and therefore they bring us everything that we need. Anytime like we have them seek out properties and have brought us properties that we would have never considered in like in different neighborhoods that we weren't, you know, keeping our eye on because they were like, this is going to work for you guys. I know it. And this is a really great neighborhood. And this is exactly what you guys are doing. So they've brought it specifically to us and we've locked it up. Mm -hmm. I want that kind of realtor on my team. I don't want to be somebody's like second or third or fourth or fifth thought because yeah. they know that I'm not loyal to them. Yeah. So I would take that very seriously and and my strong advice, even if you're on the flip side and just on a bunch of realtors, you know, mailing lists is to pick one and get serious. See a lot of you working with different realtors all the time and um, you're not going to be taken seriously by, by any one of them. Yeah. I just want to take this opportunity here because um, uh, we got a great sponsor for the show. And unfortunately, because we are remote 
today. Um, I don't have their commercial lined up because I'm on a laptop as opposed to being on my computer. So I want to do a big shout out to DCI Properties. If you guys are looking for off-market deals, definitely, definitely, definitely go check out DCI Properties. And this is my cue for the edit to add in DCI's commercial. <laughs> awesome. And we're back. <laughs> I will add that in later. Uh, so Josh says, sorry, I might have missed it when I was switching cars here. But what happens when two or more realtors send you the same deal that you want to pursue? Um, the, the way that I do it um, is I throw a fork in the middle and I make them fight for it. Well, you don't do that? No. No? Why a fork? I don't know. I was going to break a stick like a broom handle or something, but okay, I just thought, I was gonna say, why not like how, a come cookie? You, how come you never see a fork getting thrown in the middle? That just makes it so, I don't know, just, just an idea. Is, is that your final answer on that question? <laughs> this is, I, the, this I is where back, things get complicated. And I was just going to say, maybe you wouldn't be in this situation if you just picked a darn realtor. Right? Don't start pointing fingers. <laughs> Josh is a really nice guy. Yeah. Um, I would say whoever whoever you're more loyal to, whatever that means, you know. Are you are you kind of actually working with one of them or are you just on a bunch of people's selling lists? Don't be a floozy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Eric has said, well, we've been networking and connecting with some great people and many of them are realtors. We see ourselves working with more than one. So before looking for properties, we wanted a clarification on the etiquette, which is, by the way, we're, we're going hard on you and, and everybody else right now, but this is a great question. I'm glad you asked. The fact that you asked shows that you actually care. Yeah. So, you know, kudos to you. What I would say, yeah, you're going to be running into a lot of different realtors as you network. Because um, any any realtor who's who knows what they're doing is going to say, "Hi, I'm Wayne. I'm a realtor." Right? As soon as they introduce themselves, because they, you know, why wouldn't you? So, um, I'm not a realtor, by the way. Uh, just want to throw that out there, just in case I start getting DMs. Be like, "Hey, can you send me some deals?" No, I'm not a realtor. Um, so I, I would I would say just network. Use that as an opportunity. You got to meet someone, so you know, take them out for coffee or have them take you out for coffee or a really nice dinner and uh, let them know what your plan is as you continue to grow your real estate investing business, what it is that you're looking for. If you're, um, if you're, like I said, if you're doing flips or multifamilies, just let them know these are the types of deals. So figure out what it is that you want and let everybody know what it is that you want. Right. And, and just share it. Say, Hey, I'm a real estate investor. I'm looking for these types of deals. If you ever come across something, uh, please let me know. Um, and just let them know, Hey, just to let you know, I work with lots of realtors, um, because I deal in like the off market realm. Um, so if you have any pocket listings, if you have any, um, you know, exclusive deals, please let me know. But I also just want to set, you know, an expectation that like, I, I, I don't work with anyone exclusively. And I think if you come out, you know, letting them know, Hey, um, I think you're really cute, but I'm not looking for anything long-term then they will respect that. But they also won't, you, they're not going to be super loyal to you either. They're mm -hmm. not going to give you their full attention either. But that's the right way to do it. <laughs> I'm just going to stop. I was going down a path and it was going to get inappropriate. <laughs> okay. I was setting it up. I was setting it up and I'm just going to let it yeah, go. Yeah. Look at me okay. biting my tongue. Look Good. at me, I'm maturing. Also, you guys, there's nothing like whatever happened to um, like interviewing the your, the professionals that you're going to work with. Like, don't just like meet people and then be like, oh, yeah, I'll work with you. You seem really nice. Like what happened to allowing people to win your business? Think about when you are selling your home and you reach out to, a, you know, think back to when you knew nothing about real estate investing and um, you didn't know any realtors and stuff. And maybe you got a couple of referrals from your coworkers and you call them and they come to your house and sit down with you and go through your house and have a package 
and say, this is the work that I'm going to put in. I'm going to do this. I'm going to hold an open house right when I list it. If it doesn't sell within this amount of time, I'm going to hold another open house. This is the price I think that I can list it for. And here's here's my listing package. So we're going to do these photos. We're going to put this kind of sp- uh, paid marketing on social media. We're going to do this and this. And we're going to make a video. Like what happened to allowing people to wow you? Okay. Right. Okay. So it's the same thing. If you're looking like, why can't we do that on the flip side for looking for properties? If you know that like you're going to be doing burrs or you're going to be doing fix and flips, or you're just looking for turnkey uh, rentals, ask for referrals within those who are the experts within these fields and sit them, take them out for coffee or go meet them at their office or whatever, and let them tell you how they're going to work for you, what they're going to do for you, what connections they have. Do they have off-market connections? Do they work with wholesalers? Do they get lots of pocket listings that they can flip to you that don't hit the MLS? How much experience do they have? So instead of just being like, oh, I met you at a networking event and you're nice and you're nice and you're nice. Can I get on your lists? Like sit down with the people who are experts in whatever field you're looking in and let them tell you why they should your realtor that's that's a really great point and that also that also answers uh philip's question there as well he had the same similar question how do you find your first realtor to start finding fix and flip properties um when gabby and i made the decision that we wanted to um pivot our energy and focus to building our fix and flip business and scaling it up um what i did was i determined that hey i just don't really think that you know, the realtor that I'm working with right now has as much experience with it. Not that they don't have it much as much experience with it, but more so, but like they don't have any clients that do fix and flips. And I wanted the person who, I wanted the guy, I wanted the girl, right? Who, who knew it, who I can rely on and also could give me a little bit of education as well. I know, I know the, I know the textbook, but you know, teach me about the local market. Teach me about what I should be looking for. Teach me to, to, to be able to analyze a lot of this for myself to save you time so that you can focus on the more important things. So that's what I did. I, I, I started interviewing people and then I found the right one. I found uh, one that, you know, the most of the big players were using and I had a discussion and I said, this is what I am expecting to be doing this year. This is what I expect to do next year. And here's all the value I'm going to provide for you. Now, what are you going to provide for me? So I put all my cards out on the table and I said, this is what I, you know, I'd like, I want to work with you. Here's what I'm prepared to offer. What are you prepared to offer? Yeah. And I was wowed and I said, yes, done, deal. Um, Do I still uh, buy other properties off market outside of my realtor? Yes, but I'm also very clear and um, transparent about that. If someone else finds me a deal, if it's a realtor and it works um, and it's not something that's on like MLS, right? Because I could could call my realtor and be like, hey, this deal just popped up on MLS, you know, I'd like to go buy it. And then, you know, they would prepare it for me. So I don't want to buy another MLS deal on market deal just because someone found it on MLS. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I have the same, like my, my realtor sends me that stuff, but if it's an off market deal or, um, you know, it's a pocket listing or something like that. And someone has, and it works for my business, then yeah, I'll do it. And I will use, if it's a realtor, I will use that realtor as well to sell it. Um, however, uh, if it's an off market deal through like a wholesaler, I will still use my realtor knows that I'm still going to use them on the selling side. So it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they're happy to provide us with the comps, the ARV, like all that kind of stuff. Cause they know that they're getting the end listing anyways. Absolutely. We bought yeah. lots of properties this year that were off market lots. Yeah. and I still, you know, called up my realtor and said, Hey, can you pull me the comparables for this property to see if it's any good? And they're like, yeah, I think it's good, you know, this and this and this. And we can probably sell it for this, but I would make sure to watch out for this. Perfect. Thank you. And they did it for free, but they know they're going to get more business from me. Yeah. Um, JD says, as a new realtor, how do I not lose deals or clients to other experienced realtors? Sorry, one more time. As a new realtor, how do I not lose deals or clients to other experienced realtors? I think that... um, I think one of the really cool advantages that new realtors have uh, when they enter into this career is that 
they are not, they don't have like hundreds of clients trying to come to them and trying to get their main attention and they're not spread thin. You can build up your business being like the guy who's going to give you their undivided attention or girl. I'm talking about JD though. So you're, you're the guy who has the time to give people the Mm -hmm. most amount of attention. Mm -hmm. And this is super helpful for people who are just getting into real estate investing because a super experienced realtor, um, let's talk about in the investing realm. So in the, in real estate investing, isn't going to, and I, I hate to say this, but they're not going to give a newbie who's trigger shy and not really sure what they're looking to do and goes and looks at a whole bunch of properties but never pulls the trigger. They're not going to give them as much undivided attention or just drop things, um, you know, at a moment's notice to go show you stuff. Um, if if you're not that person who's who's just like, hey, let's go, write an offer, I'll buy it. Whereas um, you know, JD, you might have more time to be patient with those people and to have those longer conversations and to keep showing them properties and to keep, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I feel like there's, and that's especially like when we got started, um, both looking at realtors and mortgage brokers, we felt brushed off by the people who are like the big players. So we seeked out uh, newer people who could give us the time, who had the backing, like, you know, like, um, you know, when you are a realtor, you join a brokerage who gives you training and you kind of have like a team of people who, you know, is is backing you. So it's not like you don't know anything or you don't have support. Yeah. Right. So we made sure that they had the support to make sure that we were doing things right. Competence. Um, yeah. Competence. And um, and that's who we chose to go with because they had the time to help hold our hand. Yeah. One of the most important things for me in business is communication. And I need to know that when I, when there's an opportunity, uh, we're going right now. And like Gabby said, if you're going for the best, biggest, you know, the, the, the name brand, like everybody, oh my gosh, this is the one that everyone uses. If you're new, you're not going to get that level of experience. And, and I tell that to all my mentees, like, like, oh, who do you use? And I'm just like, Hey, heads up the level of of uh, the experience that I get is not necessarily going to be the experience that you get because I'm a trigger puller. They know exactly what I want and they know if they bring it to me, I'm going to buy it today. Right. And that's valuable. It's a business. So obviously a realtor who, you know, who, who has the reason why you might not get the same level of experience. It's not just because, you know, you're, you're, um, you're indecisive. It's because they only have so much bandwidth, right? They only have so many hours in the day. They're, they're, just normal people, right? So they're going to make sure that they focus all of their energy on the people who are actually going to transact so they can make the most money, right? So what Gabby's saying is here, if you're a newer realtor, I would recommend if you can't necessarily, if you don't necessarily have, you know, um, the brand or the influence that other people have, I would go all in on being the, the responsive and reliable, you know what I mean? Focus on the quality of the experience because there is far more people who are new to real estate investing who are not being treated with the same level of, you know, not, I wouldn't say respect, but the same, who aren't getting the same treatment, who are looking for someone who will treat them like that. And if at any point ever my realtor does not give me that kind of experience, I'm moving on to the next person who is. Yep. And it's very clear. Because all I want is I want everything set up nicely and I want just to be handed things that I can make quick decisions because as an, as an entrepreneur and, and once you eventually get to the point where like you're, you know, you've scaled up, you're a CEO, when you're the CEO, all you want to do is just make fast decisions. Okay. Thank you. They offer you a deal. Say, Hey, does this work? Yes, it does. Thank you. Pass it off to the next person on your team and move on. When you're a CEO, you got to make decisions. And I need to know that the people on my team are doing what they're supposed to do and quickly and I can rely on them. And if at any point I have to put in more time and energy because one person's not pulling their weight, then I'll put someone else in who will. Right? So I would go all in on that, the experience. And I've seen this countless times, especially from our mentees, Gabby, where they're like, Hey, I want to use the realtor that you use. I'm like, okay, cool. Just be aware that you need to become me in order to get the treatment that I get. Mm-hmm. 
right? Just know that I'm going to get all the best opportunities because I pull the trigger when it's good. Yeah. Just know that if you're going to get the second best deals because I passed on them first, right? And I've seen so many people that have like, like, yeah, I don't know, N- not the realtor that we currently have, but in the past, it just wasn't, you know, just didn't seem like it. things were working out. They weren't getting back to me as quickly that I, as I wanted. So I went with this person over here and they're fantastic. I'm like, great, perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of talking to JD, but I'm also talking to investors at the same time mm-hmm. simultaneously because yeah. I think that it's, it. and if I were starting out again, I would find the person that, 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 that I connect with the best and work with them and scale with them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, this is my plans. This is what I want to bring it to. Um, and then, you know, that person probably has the same kind of goals of how they want to scale their business up as well and help each other grow. Yeah. Right. Help each other build brands at the same time. For how sure. can you provide value to each other? Hopefully that helps. Um, Liam here, uh, who's part of one of my mentees or one of our mentees in the master's mentorship program, he says, it's pretty sweet getting the VIP treatment with your realtor. It definitely pays off. Yeah. And I told Liam from the beginning, I'm like, Hey, like you got to understand you're a small fish right now and you know, you're going to have to earn it. Uh, but Liam is a trigger puller now. He is 100% yeah. a trigger puller. You send him what he wants. He will, he will buy it. Look at, look at all the the selfies of Liam with his deposit checks. It's crazy. <laughs> I see I see more pictures, selfies of Liam with deposit checks than I see Coca-Cola advertisements. And that <laughs> and that's a good thing. Yeah. Um Paul asks, if you found something outside your region, would you still involve your chosen realtor as your representative or reach out to the listing agent yourself? Oh, I mean you're you're if it's outside of your 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 uh, your realtor's uh, area of expertise, I would not use them. Yeah, um, it's funny. I was just thinking about this uh, yesterday because, uh, well, as as you know, uh, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, we're out at a cabin this weekend, and uh, this cabin was actually up for sale for a long time, and it's been pulled down. And um, there's like flyers left on um, hooked up to the door of realtors who obviously saw that it came off the market and now they're trying to get the business to put it back on the market. Mm-hmm. And, um, and though the one flyer out there, I was grabbing some firewood and it says um, your, your uh, lake, uh, lake property realtor specialist or whatever, however the wording was sick branding, but <laughs> But it's so important that your realtor not only knows the region, like very, very important that they know the region because yeah. then they know the ARVs, they know um, how how much demand there is, they know everything about the region, but also the type of property. I think this goes back to like really making sure that whatever strategy you're using, that your realtor is very experienced in it. Because think about buying um, a, a lake lot, you know, out in a small town in the outskirts of wherever you're from, you're probably not going to use the same investor focused realtor that you're using to buy your, you know, fix and flip properties, Mm -hmm. because what do they know about, um, the, the local sewage? What do they know about the flooding? uh, Yeah. Like they, they are not experts in that area. And yes, I'm using a dramatic, you know, lake lot compared to a fix and flip in the city. Mill Woods is, is a flood zone. Yeah, but but it, it's go, just Edmonton. as yeah, it's yeah. just as important to know the region. And yeah, like Wayne just said, like like Mill Woods is based, so many parts of it are basically on floodplains. And yes, they've done a lot of work in recent years to mm-hmm. um, to kind of mitigate those risks. But do they know that when you go to buy your insurance, it's going to be like at least fifty seventy five bucks more than it would be on a regular house because you're on a floodplain. There's like, there's $75 worth of cash flow gone. Yeah. Your investor focused realtor just told you, saved you that that in, you know, with that information. Yeah. Yeah. So uh very important that um that you use somebody experienced in the region and and the answer to your question is no, you wouldn't use your realtor. You would either reach out to the listing realtor if you want, or um I would suggest finding um somebody like finding somebody experienced in that area to represent you um, instead of going directly to the listing realtor. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Francis. I'm just getting through comments now. 
Uh, Liam says, yeah, I got a handful more to post. We just locked up another yesterday. You <laughs> stud. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. You know what I can't wait for? I can't wait for Liam's big chest reveal. Have you seen how much chest work he's been doing at the gym? <laughs> he's keeping that big baggy sweater on. One of these days, I swear to God, he's going to bust through that sweater. Or he's going to do like a big Instagram reel reveal. And his chest is going to be just like out to here. Dude. He's working out twice a day, just putting in the overtime. Not to mention the fact he's doing all this labor and stuff on his burrs and his flips. My goodness. Sorry, I've just been... It's been eating away at me. <laughs> and it says she's been thinking the same thing. Right? Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really hoping that it says property poppy on his chest, but <laughs> <laughs> who's the property poppy now? Oh, <laughs> uh, Sorry. He's been getting the, he's been getting the the old tattoos removed to make room for property poppy. Hundred <laughs> percent. He's coming for it. Okay. <laughs> Liam says yes, sir. Chest is my favorite. That's funny you noticed. Oh yeah, I noticed. I noticed. He says I need a master's tattoo. End of the year. <laughs> <laughs> right above your butt. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Little tramp stamp. <laughs> oh gosh, this is fun. This is fun. You know what I like about like doing podcast the cabin? So I can just stand up and go make a coffee whenever I want, and just kind of come back. Whereas when we're in the studio, it's a little more difficult. So this, this is this is a lot of fun. We should do this more often. <laughs> we uh, we finished up um, our master's exclusive uh, workshop on Saturday. So we did a workshop on um, finding contractors, like vetting contractors and sourcing materials for your uh, real estate business. And it was it was a lot of fun, actually. Um, uh, I Normally, I wouldn't toot my horn, but that, that was a really good workshop. Uh, like, I felt really good about it at the end of it. And, you know, I was saying to Gabby, Gabby, you did, you did phenomenal. The, the amount of value that came out of that um, was amazing. And uh, I just didn't want to sit around. I didn't want to sit around at home for the next – because the kid's off school today. So it's a, there's no school for the – for the little ones. So I'm like, I don't want to sit around Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So decided to come out to the cabin and just kind of relax. And we've been shooting Nerf guns and, and, uh, yeah, we stopped at Walmart on the way in and, uh, picked up four Nerf guns. <laughs> I'm surprised no one got an injury. <laughs> Nerf guns have evolved. I haven't touched one since I was a kid. They have evolved. These things are Powerful. high powered, <laughs> high powered. I, and like, had I known that in the first two hours, I probably wouldn't have been shooting headshots because a few of us got a couple shots in the cheekbone and we're like, oh man, that could have been really, really bad. Really bad. Um, but yeah, we've been having a lot of fun. It's, it's nice to take a little break and we're going to get back into it this afternoon and um, get all prepped for our big events in Calgary on Saturday. Plus, I think our email is like completely overloaded. Yeah. Garrett says safety glasses are a must with the new ones. Hey, you know yeah. what? I remember seeing it on the shelf too. And I'm like, eh, why would I get safety glasses? I thought like when you think like we bought the cheap Walmart brand, like, you know what I mean? Um, I didn't go, I didn't go all out with like the Nerf brand. Um, and I thought, okay, these are just like the soft ones. These should be fine for seven-year-old kids. And um, these things are shooting hundred feet. I'm like, holy crap. So um, yeah, like in hindsight, I really should have. Really should have got those cockles. <laughs> yeah. um, so as we're nearing the end here, um, Philip does have uh, another question that we can answer Great. for him on the realtor topic. So he says, as there are so many realtors, how do you narrow down which realtors to interview? Mm. I think that um, most importantly when it comes to picking professionals in this industry is referrals are number one. Um, yeah. Talk to talk to your network, talk to your community and say, you know, like depending and, and as we just, you know, heavily mentioned, it also depends on, on what strategy you're using. So, um, even hopping into our real estate investing masters Facebook group, wow. <laughs> hop in there and say, Hey guys, I'm in Red Deer. 
I'm um, interested in buying turnkey rental properties here. Uh, what realtors do you recommend? And get some recommendations. A lot of people are going to be like, oh, so-and-so, just because they know that they're there and they're supporting them. And maybe, like, I guess another thing would be, like, please, like, only suggest people you've used. Yeah. Um, 100%. If I ever ask for a recommendation, don't give me someone that I could Google. No, give me someone that you've used and you have had an experience with them. Yeah. 100%. Um, and and put that post out and get some referrals. Um, and that's the number one way to start is always start with referrals from the community. Yeah. Um, beyond there, then you're kind of in a weird space. Like if, if nobody gives you, I know that you will. If you put that in the group, you're going to get a few referrals for sure. And start, start with interviewing those people. But if you don't connect with any of them, if any of them don't wow you or you don't feel good about the conversation, move on. Just because somebody referred them doesn't mean that you should be working with them. Yeah. I, but as Gabby said, we have no doubts that if you put it in that group, uh, you will definitely get at least five people. Narrow it down to five or 10 people. Go and interview them. Ask them tough questions. Let them know what your goals are. And when you're trying to build your power team, we can talk more about this tomorrow, actually, building your power team. When you're building your power team for real estate investing, you know, you want to make sure that you let them know what it is that your goals are and your plans are. And that's important for you to bring to the table because they are not mind readers, right? Uh, Especially when you start having discussions with your mortgage broker, your mortgage broker, all they're going to try and do to wow you if you don't give them anything is get you the lowest interest rate with the least amount of money down. Okay. But that might shoot you in the foot in the future um, when you're trying to get more properties. So if you came out of the gate and you told your broker and your realtor that, hey, my goal is to buy 10 houses with basement suites. Um, over the next five years, they're going to, especially the mortgage broker, they're going to come up with a plan on how to make sure you get those 10 mortgages, right? But if you just say, oh, just looking for something to cash flows, they're going to send you everything under the sun, the cash flows. They're going to send you a townhouse. They're going to send you something out in, uh, in, uh, give me a town east of Red Deer. (laughs) I'm not your person. Oh, God. <laughs> They're going to give you some town, you know, 45 minutes east of Red Deer with a population of 300. And they're like, oh, the cash flow is great here. But, you know, it's 45 minutes away from your house and the tenant profile is garbage and there's no industry there whatsoever. You know what I mean? And, like, and you're like, well, why did they send me this house? I don't want this. Well, you have to tell them what it is that you want. So you need to do your research and figure out which areas are going to be the best for me. What types of properties am I looking for? What price range? What's my tenant profile? Where do I want these properties near in order to get that tenant profile? And then let everybody on your team know when you're interviewing them, these are the things that I'm looking for. Can you provide this for me? But in order to for them to help you, you need to help them by letting them know what it is that you want. You got a sneeze or something? No. <laughs> okay. Um, apparently, Stetler is east of... Uh, Stetler, that's what I was thinking. But uh, Glenn says Burlington. <laughs> Burlington is my new... Okay. All right. I deserve that. It was definitely Stetler. Yeah. Stetler's a little bit bigger than 300, though. I, I think there's at least... Uh, yeah. There's at least 10,000 people in Stetler. They got a Walmart, don't they? I don't know. I don't even know what Stetler is. Jenny Five says, uh, Brooker, the king of Stetler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. You know what I love? I love that um, I've noticed this a few times, but maybe I don't notice what he says before. Chris, uh, Crispy. Yeah. Crispy. Um, Chris will just randomly say bye. I know. (laughs) In the middle of a show. It'd be like 27 minutes in or 34 minutes in. He just goes, bye. <laughs> no, no like handshakes. No, hey guys, got to get back to work or whatever. It's just like, bye, bye lowercase. <laughs> and it happens almost every day. And it's, I, I always want to laugh. Yeah, I've, uh, I've noticed that too. <laughs> so Crispy, if you're listening to the recording, uh, ciao. Okay. Um, wow. Look at this. Nailed it. Uh, we're going to end right on the one hour mark. Um, and what, and what a terrific show. What would you name today's show? 
uh, vetting a realtor. Mm. <laughs> vetting realtors. That's a good name. It's a good name. <laughs> and we stuck to the point today. So we did. Um, everyone's going to be pleased about that. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining. Thank you so much for all of the happy birthdays and such. And um, looking forward to seeing you guys tomorrow morning. Adios. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.